Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. Number one, the politics of the January 6th hearing kicking off today. Number two, the latest on bipartisan infrastructure talks. And number three, the administration wants $1 billion for Afghan refugees. Let's get into the mix. First, some sad news this morning. Mike Enzi, former Republican senator from Wyoming, died Monday after being injured in a bike accident. Enzi is a four-term senator who left office in January. He was 77 and a GW alum, just like me, and an attendee of a lot of GW basketball games. Very sad news for Enzi after a retirement in January. Number one, now let's get into the January 6th hearing. Today is the first hearing for the January 6th Select Committee, a, a committee that Kevin McCarthy has not uh, appointed any Republicans to. Uh, you know, I- I'll be honest with you. I don't know if there are any persuadable people here. This attack was a pretty cut and dry deal. Uh, supporters of former President Donald Trump sacked the Capitol on January 6th after a speech that he gave on the ellipse saying that the election was stolen. He urged his supporters to go to the Capitol. They did. And then Capitol Police was not prepared for the onslaught of people and dozens of officers were injured. People were attacked. Uh, one rioter was killed by by the U.S. Capitol Police. It was a horrible incident. Uh, trust me, I was there. Uh, and now, uh, basically six months later, Republicans don't want to talk about it. Uh, you know, we got this sense. I was talking to my colleague, John Bresnahan, who we have to get on this podcast at some point. Um, we were talking about this uh, yesterday, and there's risk, I would say, for for both sides here. And um, not going to pass judgment on the political upper hand here or anything like that, but let's just run through the risks here. McCarthy, uh, the California Republican who wants to be speaker, has decided that he's not interested in having any Republicans on the committee. But now he's going to have this this investigation, which is going to be a months long investigation without any Republicans being able to defend their position or their president. Um, they're going to hold press conferences to try to make their point and to try to counter program. But no one's I mean, they're, it's just not going to be as nearly as powerful for Republicans. Trump is spouting off and he's blaming Nancy Pelosi, which very few people in the Capitol care about. Uh, and, um, you know, the thing that I think Trump will be angry about is that he's going to have no one on TV um, defending him. And and that's a that's going to be something that's going to bother him, given our our history of, of what Trump cares about, which is winning television wars. Um, instead, Republican leadership has kind of a, is, is allowing um, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, two heroes of the never Trump right, to um, uh, have an infomercial basically showcasing the horror of January 6th and blaming Donald Trump. Uh, we asked McCarthy about the risk yesterday, and he said, we're going to make America better. We're going to make America stronger. So clearly not something he's particularly interested in talking about. Now, the Democrats risk, and it's not risk without risk for them as well. The Washington Post editorial board on Monday called for Democrats to subpoena Jared Kushner, Ivanka Trump, and Mark Meadows. Uh, they also said that McCarthy needs to speak to this committee. And this kind of in a um, nutshell uh encapsulates the the problem that they have is that there's huge expectations here that they're going to go after all these Republicans to talk. And what if Trump asserts executive privilege, which we have to imagine he he's it's likely he will? Will the Garland Justice Department defend the right for Meadows, Ivanka, and Jared to have private conversations with the former president and not testify about them? Uh, would the Justice Department want to hold McCarthy in contempt? Can't see that happening. Will Democrats censure McCarthy? The 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 uh, other the 
opposition party leader, essentially. No, but, uh, you know, these are all the, um, these are, this is what the expectation is. So, uh, it's going to kick off today. It's going to last months. It's going to be a, um, uh, a spectacle. I imagine all the cables are going to carry this very, uh, carry this wire to wire today. So anyway, nine 30 this morning, have to imagine it lasts basically until midday. Number two, can a bipartisan infrastructure deal be saved? Now, God, these are this this bipartisan infrastructure deal is in a tough spot. Um, Republicans and Democrats have spent a lot of time swiping at each other. Remember, Republicans and Democrats suggested there would be a procedural vote yesterday, Monday, on this bill, and we haven't even seen a piece of legislation yet. So, um, uh, Republicans. And Democrats met yesterday. The G10, which is this small group, has met to try to put together uh, an agreement with Steve Reschetti, top White House aide. Um, the 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 negotiations have not gotten back on track. Rob Portman, the Ohio Republican, who's usually a pretty even keeled guy, got pretty um, uh, worked up, I'd say, yesterday, and and said that the press corps is being impatient with him in getting a deal. Now, this is probably the most important thing that was uttered yesterday. Joe Manchin, one of the key Democratic moderates, had a warning for Schumer and saying that uh, if a bipartisan infrastructure deal falls apart, everything falls apart. Quote, both of them are extremely important. When one falls apart, how do you move the other one? Now, if you're Chuck Schumer, that is a very bad sign um, because if, if it doesn't look at this point, I mean, we live in the we live in a single moment. But at this point, it looks like a deal is far off and, and Schumer's going to have to move soon to pass a budget and a larger infrastructure package. And um, uh, it's tough to say how he's going to do pass a three trillion dollar budget deal without an infrastructure package. So uh, the party lunches are today. We uh, about two p.m. Um, and uh, that's a uh, going to be a big moment for us to understand just what happened uh, and just where the parties are. So uh, Schumer's under coming under increasing pressure, increasing pressure to bring this bill to the floor. Dick Durbin of Illinois said it's gone on for too long, um, and Schumer had even warned publicly the Senate might have to stay in session all weekend to get a deal. Um, so uh, anyway. This is uh, we say this every week, but this is a critical week. This has to get done in the next couple days or else it's not going to get done at all. Number three, the White House is seeking a billion dollars to help resettle Afghan allies. Now, the word has come to Capitol Hill in the last couple of days that the administration wants a billion dollars um, for the Pentagon and State Department to pay for the relocation of tens of thousands of Afghan translators and other personnel who worked with U.S. forces during uh, the America's time in Afghanistan. This might only be the initial round. Uh, $600 million is being sought by the State Department and uh, $500 million by the Defense Department only covers up to September 30th. So we you have to imagine the administration is going to be coming back in the next couple months for more money. Um, this is comes at the same time that uh, um, the administration is seeking money or the capital seeking money for National Guard and for Capitol Police. So a lot of money moving. Uh, this is going to be a big fight. This could actually get done with little fanfare. Uh, it, it could go either way. We don't really we're not entirely certain whether there's going to whether there's going to be opposition at this point. Richard Shelby said there could be a deal this week. But listen, these kinds of things are um, when when the Senate tries to move it fast and there's opposition, it, it could go off the rails. But I can't imagine that, um, you know, it's tough to see why anybody would be against this. It's tough to see why anybody would would um, oppose money to resettle these translators. But anyway, this is we live in a very partisan time. Unclear what will happen. We'll keep you posted. 
With that, thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review. Follow us. Hit that follow button. You could also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.